This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. This is Asian Insider and I'm Nirmal Ghosh. Now, the COVID-19 coronavirus is still a serious threat in much of Asia and currently Indonesia, a country of over 270 million, is one of the worst affected. In fact, on the 3rd of July, Indonesia reported 555 new coronavirus deaths, which was at the time its biggest daily rise since the pandemic began. It also reported a major daily increase of over 27,000 new cases. And as of now, Indonesia has had well over 60,000 die from the coronavirus. With the latest surge, the health system is also under severe strain and in some places at a collapse. Consider this, 63 people died in just one hospital in Java this past weekend after oxygen supplies nearly ran out. The Sajito Hospital said the number of coronavirus patients had pushed it beyond its capacity consuming oxygen faster than expected. And this surge is being driven by the more transmissible Delta variant. So to discuss this, I have joining us from Jakarta, Linda Eulisman, the Straits Times Indonesia correspondent. Linda, thank you very much for making time for this. Linda, can you unpack what has led to this situation? What led to this surge? Thank you, Nirmal. So during Hari Raya holidays in May this year, at least 1.5 million Indonesians, mostly those living in the urban areas like Jakarta, travel to their hometowns to celebrate with their loved ones. This happened despite a government ban. So it is a tradition in Indonesia to travel during the festive period. We call it mudik. But last year, the government banned the travel and this year too. But actually people did not obey because of various reasons, such as they are facing pandemic fatigue and some who had been vaccinated felt they were immune to the disease. And believe it or not, some Indonesians here still do not believe COVID-19 exists. So the Hari Raya travel was one reason. And the second reason, which also explains why the increase is so rapid, like you mentioned before, it is uh, the Delta variant. We have heard of this highly contagious strain and in Indonesia, Based on genome sequencing on around 300 cases in the past week, around 60% or 6 out of 10 were infected by Delta. More in Jakarta and Bandung, which is near to Jakarta. Huge clusters have also emerged in rural regions across Java. And just to give you some background, Indonesia has many islands, but Java, where the capital Jakarta is located, is where more than half of Indonesians live. So you can imagine how urgent to control this situation from becoming worse. Quite a grim situation, yes. And can you tell us a little bit about the hospital issue? The hospitals are in bad shape, we hear. Yes, I visited three hospitals last week, Nirmal, and patients were overflowing so much that the hospital had to put up tents outside like the car parks to accommodate new patients. Usually there are moderate cases, uh, whereas the serious ones are still in the hospital uh, with the support like ventilators. And in most provinces in Java, over 90% of the beds are right now full. There will at least like 30 people in front of you in the queue. And this means waiting a few days just to get a bed. That is if you are lucky. 
Some people give up and self-isolate at home, which is actually not the safest thing to do because they can infect their families and neighbors. And doctors also told me that they now have to choose which of their patients live or die. It is really a very stressful situation for them right now, but there's no choice as beds and ventilators are leaking. Now we also have the situation of depleting oxygen canisters. Indeed, the situation is not as bad as in India yet, but I think if we don't tackle it soon enough, we might be heading there. Yes, India was a big lesson. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. Let's take a look at vaccinations now. Uh, I know that Indonesia got most of its current supply uh, from China, the Sinovac vaccine. It has ordered vaccines from you know, Pfizer, BioNTech, Novavax, and I believe they're not arriving until August. But it has also had donations from Japan, 1 million, and the USA, another 4 million coming, but not exactly there yet. Can you tell us a little bit more about the vaccine situation? What percentage of the population is vaccinated and so forth? Yes. Uh, first, to give you a general picture, like you mentioned, Indonesia's population is about 270 million. And to achieve the herd immunity, the government says around two-thirds of its population or 181.5 million people must be vaccinated. And since each person needs two doses of the, vac- the COVID-19 vaccine, Indonesia would need at least 363 million doses of the vaccines. Currently, we have more than 100 million doses in our stockpile. They are mostly Sinovac with some AstraZeneca and Sinopharm. And and soon we will get Moderna. Since the vaccination program in mid-January, only 14 million have been fully vaccinated. This is just around 5% of the population. The government wants nearly 70% to be vaccinated by March next year. Then, and they are way off target. But you need also to understand why. Indonesia is such a huge country. The sheer population size, the country's geography, and what's more, convincing millions of people to obey health measures and get vaccinated is really tough. There's also manpower shortage, but thankfully military doctors and many volunteers, even midwives, have come forward to help vaccinate. The recent spike has made many people worried. President Joko Widodo has ordered for 1 million doses of vaccines a day this month and 2 million doses next month. Whether whether it is achievable, it's too early to say. A bulk of our vaccines come from China, which is Sinovac. Other countries such as Japan and the US, like you mentioned, have also offered to provide supply. Yes, currently we are trying to diversify our vaccine supply sources. So Linda, what is the state of the economy and the public mood? Could you tell us something about that? Uh, So Java and Bali Islands are now on a lockdown, which started last Saturday and will end on July 20. Why these two islands? It is because they account for 70% of the cases. So the government did not initially agree to this because of economic reasons, but they finally agreed when the healthcare situation was getting out of hand. I would say it's a partial lockdown or a soft lockdown. 
Let me give a running list of some of the measures. One, non-essential workers must work from home. Grocery stores and supermarkets are kept to its half its capacity and must close by 8 p.m. Shopping malls, bars, and entertainment venues, and also places of worship are shut. And traveling long distance would require proof that you have at least one dosis of the vaccine. As you can imagine, the mood here isn't great. People are in mourning. Whenever I open social media, I read of people dying. These people are people you know. They are not a stranger anymore. And for journalists like me, they are sometimes people whom we have interviewed for our stories. Our economy is going to take a hit again. Actually, we have begun to recover in the second quarter of this year. But this fresh lockdown means we may take longer to recover. Our economy is largely supported by informal businesses like food sellers, and they are low income. So if the business activity stops, poverty rate will rise. The government has said it will provide social assistance to cushion the impact of the latest restrictions, but, but this won't be enough. Having said that, a lockdown is necessary to prevent our health system from collapsing. There's no other way to slow down transmission, but through a lockdown. Hopefully in the next two weeks, we will see some light at the end of the tunnel. Well, we can hope for that. Thank you very much, Linda, for joining us today, Nation Insider. Regrettably, a really unfortunate situation is unfolding in Indonesia. Leaky lockdowns and a shortage of vaccines. For Asian Insider, I'm Nirmal Ghosh. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.